Your workout today is three rounds per time, 20 power cleans at 60 and 42 and a half, 20 box jumps and 80 double unders. Like I start all the podcasts like this, not all of them, lots of them. <laughs> That's a pretty workout. It is, yeah. It is. And it's gorgeous, yeah. yeah. Although I don't, it's a bit misaligned. Yeah, 20, 20, 80. 80, and it's only three rounds. If it was four rounds, but yeah, or two rounds, perfect. Yeah. So it's a bit ugly. It's got a bit of character to it, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Good personality. <laughs> so, what do we got? We had a big discussion about this one on the program meeting. There's lots in two and in front. You thought we'd already recorded this podcast. We've talked about it too much. Mm-hmm. What's the stimulus behind this? The stimulus should be uh, we're throwing punches and punches. Let's say so. It's punches and punches. The power cleans. We want to get through them in one to three sets. So someone might go unbroken. It's sixty kilos. It's forty-two and a half. That's designed to feel middle of the road. Middle of the road. Yeah, it's not a heavy clean for sure, and it's not a light clean. It's that middle of the road. So some people might go, I'm gonna dive in deep here and get to 20. Mm-hmm. Probably most will break it into two or three sets. Yeah. It probably shouldn't be 20 singles. If it's 20 singles, you're probably missing, it's probably too heavy. Yeah. All right, so it's that middle of the road. Then the box jumps, when we get into them, we're looking to go like a fairly steady, non-stop. Um, if you're really fit, you go fast. If you're not really fit, you're trying to stay steady. Mm-hmm. And then the double unders are the same. Dive in and see can you go unbroken. Round two, round three, we're hoping that they all look fairly similar. We have two main goals for the workout, and these are the things you should stay focused on. One is minimizing rest periods, because the rest periods will get longer if we're not really aware of it, especially round two, round three. And then the second thing we're focusing on is hip function, because there is a similar hip function across the movements. Uh, so there, if, if we stay focused on those things and execute well, you're nailing it. That's yeah. the main stimulus. So see with this type of workout, and because it is similar in what you're doing for every single rep, for every single movement, how do you manage that? Like in the middle of it, say round two, it's like a big punch in the face at this stage. You don't want to pick up the bar or you don't want to pick on the jump on the box. How do you just keep moving without letting things fall asunder? Because the box jumps, I'm looking at this going, box jumps are gonna get super sloppy for me. I'm just gonna do like a rapid knee tuck position and there's no real jump involved. I'm gonna flop onto the box yeah. and then stand. You're just not allowed. Deadly, <laughs> 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 thanks Jimmy. <laughs> we just make it illegal uh, for the day. It's, it's against the law. So uh, I would say the, the main point of the hip function, the coach is gonna go through that. So we have, that hip extension flexion, yeah. that hip open close that we get in the power clean should be exactly the same in the box jump. If you don't think about that in the box jump, you're probably not gonna fully open your hips. Yeah. If you don't think about it in the power clean, you're gonna cycle reps and get them done, but there will be a mixture between muscle cleans and not extended hip cleans, and the bar will move from the floor to your shoulders, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Your heart rate will come up, your grip will get taxed, so it'll feel like loads of exertion is happening and fitness is happening, but it is missing the point. Yeah. So in my head, if I'm doing this workout, forcing myself to fully extend and then sit into my good catch position on the barbell has to be top priority. Mm. And then achieving that same pattern on the box jump, top priority. Yeah. 
and leaving the hips open in the in the double overs. So whatever the those main points is what's forefront. And then secondary, I'm thinking don't rest too long. Yeah. So it's it's do the movements to the best of your ability first, then try and win the workout. Or try and go as quick as you can possibly go through it. Yeah, because you'll notice when you're resting, yeah. you're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that starts, you should yeah. be thinking, I need to get going as soon as I'm ready. Yeah. And you might need a rest, so that's fine. But what you don't want is rest longer than you need to. Mm -hmm. And need to is not when you feel like going again, it's when, when do I need, or when does the need end when I'm ready to go. When does the need end? Interesting. Yeah, and the need is always before it feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to do another seven. It's like as soon as I'm ready to do seven, I'm going to start. Go right now. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that's going to hurt so bad. Whenever we have movements like that where it's the same thing all the time. Same pattern, same pattern. Yeah. yeah. What an opportunity to get better at those things, though. And uh, like we were saying in the programming meeting, there is a project for the coaches. It's a real long, long term thinking project of every person that's in front of you. You're trying to teach them how to use their hips well over time. So there's an automaticity gets built into the hip function. So when the hip gets used, if you go running for a bus, it's just doing that. Yeah. It's its default. You have to think about it. But if we don't do it deliberately in the gym where we're our formal movement environment, it'll never get fixed outside of the gym. Yeah. This is where we get to set the pattern so it helps us outside. Practice perfection. Deadly. Yeah. That's a cracker workout.